Welcome to Elaine's Kitchen Table. This is where we share tips about business and parenting. Being a mom of three, CEO of the award-winning company Easy Daisy's speaker and educator, you're going to learn the tips and secrets of successful and incredible people. Elaine wants you to be inspired, challenged, and motivated, and that person you want your kids to grow up to be. This is Real Talk for Real Life. Hi, welcome to Elaine's Kitchen Table, where we talk about how to create better, how to create better family, self, business, and health. Now, we are actually doing a part two, the second half of our awesome interview with Sheila Cummins. Sheila Cummins is the founder and CEO of The Road to Seven. So without further ado, let's go into talking about goal setting so that you can establish new habits, which results in new behaviors, which results in new outcomes. Let's go. I'm going to dive right into my next question of then. Okay. So these, these are great. I love these five tips. Now in, in this, there's going to be failures and mistakes for sure. And so, but the purpose of all of these goals or these five strategies is to help businesses grow. So would I'm going to fine tune it then Sheila and say, what then would then be your top three strategies to growing a business? What are your top three strategies to growing a business? Like, like I'm already excited asking you this. <laughs> I love it. Um, there's three main parts. And I do want to talk about goal setting. You know, I think that there's some universal truths on how to do it so that it actually is productive, not just you filling out a gorgeous planner, which is always fun, but doesn't necessarily get you the results. But the three tips when I was thinking about that question and prepped for today, the one word that kept coming to mind was align. Hmm. And the very first thing is align with the audience you want to serve. Hmm. You are in the people business. Hmm. You serve people, people buy from you. We are in a human to human profession. Hmm. It doesn't matter if you're selling nuts and bolts for cars. It doesn't matter if you're selling t-shirts. It doesn't matter if you're a coach, a consultant, or an expert. When you are out of alignment with your audience, it is just no fun and they are not going to buy a thing. Mm. So a strategy then for becoming aligned with your audience is what? Understanding. It's actually part of number two, which is aligning your offer. Wow. All right. Align your offer. We often think, well, my sales are down, so I'm no good at selling. Or my sales, I'm not hitting the revenue that I want. So I'm going to go and get a sales coach or I'm going to go and, you know, get this template for my sales conversation. Mm -hmm. Those are all really helpful. But if your offer is not aligned to the people whom you want to serve and who you're speaking to, and it's not attracting them, Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter how many sales coaches you get, it's not going to sell. And so we have to understand exactly what problem in the world you solve, what result you get for people, and your offer is the process that you take people through. So let's say, for example, you're a jewelry designer. Mm -hmm. You are helping people create their identity. That's the end result. But if you, if people do not want help with their identity and they just want to go to the dollar store and get, and they're buying on price, then no matter what container you sell them, they are not going to get that end result. Mm -hmm. And you can put as much money into your marketing, as much everything into everything, 
if that jewelry does not align with the people who want it, it's not going to sell. And so how do we connect with our audience? We figure out who we get the best results for. And the data doesn't lie. Mm -hmm. Go and look who your favorite clients are. Go and look who's a repeat buyer. Go and see where they're coming from and then get on the damn phone and talk to them. Absolutely. Talk to them. They will tell you what their problems are. They will tell you what their challenges are. Mm -hmm. They will tell you what they desire if you give them the time. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. I love both things so far. Align with your audience that you want to serve. Align your offer to those people, right? Mm -hmm. Because once again, not everybody is your client or customer, but find that one who keeps coming back, who keeps ordering, right? Like I, I always say the What's better than an order, because I'm a product, is the reorder. Absolutely. Right? It is the reorder that that's it's like, wow, that is who you want. The person who's ordering again and again and again. Get to know them. Get to, to like study them so that you can find more of that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Ask them where they're hanging out. You know, if you have all the intentions in the world and you're putting all your time and energy into Instagram, but your people are not there on LinkedIn. <laughs> what a waste of time and energy. And that you don't have time and energy to waste. But then the third alignment mm-hmm. is the price. Mm. And the price has to be aligned to the audience and the offer. And the price also has to align to the cost of running your company. Mm-hmm. As a product, you're going to have a higher operating costs traditionally than a service-based business. Mm-hmm. But service-based businesses often have team members that are helping them behind the scenes so their costs go up. But what we don't do is align the price with the value that the offer brings. Mm. And we don't align the price with the audience we're trying to serve. Let me give an example. Mm -hmm. A web developer. Mm -hmm. Uh, We worked with a web developer and she said, I want to help startups with their their websites. I want to help them create a high converting, highly optimized website so they can come out of the gate running. Amazing. Mm -hmm. And she does amazing work. But there's a misalignment between her price tag and what a startup is able to pay. Mm. And so we had to shift how she supported the startups. Right. At a lower price point because we had to align that. And then we offered her web development to a a more established business that had that within their budget to be able to invest in that higher level website. Now, listen, there are going to be some startups who have the money to invest at that high level, but they are a needle in a haystack. Mm -hmm. And so we have to align the pricing of what we're offering, not just with the value of the offer and the cost of doing business, but with the audience that we're serving. Absolutely. I love that. And I'm thinking that even she could be offering like a menu of, of like add-on or a la carte to that. For sure. sure. Well, what it came down to is, you know, for her style of business, for service-based business, a very traditional consulting model is um, level one would be, I'm going to teach you how to do it. Here's an online course of how to build your WordPress site. I'm going to take you through step-by-step, how to build a page, how to write it, right? Lower price point. The next echelon is I'm going to do it with you. So Mm. maybe you put a group of, you know, six startups together and together over an eight week period, you help them build their website. 
but she was going for the top echelon, which is I'm going to do it for you, which is your highest ticket, highest profit, highest margins, highest everything, highest cost. Yes. So her do it for you is selling like hotcakes now that we've aligned it with established business, Mm -hmm. but her courses and her group programs are being sold out because she's aligned it with the startups. We've aligned her audience with her offer and her price. Beautiful. Love it. That is a a great, great example. Thank you for sharing that. That's exciting. Very exciting. exciting. That's like a huge lesson in just sharing that example. Thank you. So I'm very visual. So I can like just picture all these like the triangle with the three levels. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. There it is in my brain. (laughs) And that's school teacher side of me too. Now I'm very excited to jump into our, our, our topic of goal setting. And so let's, let's talk about goal setting now, you know, whether it's the new year or you just need a new beginning in, in that moment in your journey of whatever you are doing as you know, whether it's a, your parenting journey, you're like, okay, I need to do something different or your business journey, or, you know, whether you have a brick and mortar, you're coaching, you're offering a product, there is no time than now to be the best time to set those goals. And so let's, let's talk about goals. How, how, what is the best way to set goals? Yeah. Great question. So let's think about a reverse triangle an upside down triangle right at the top is that big vision. And that's that clarity that I talked about before having a real clear idea of what you want your business to look like. That's your big vision, Mm. you know, three to five years down the way. Mm -hmm. Then we need to take that vision and think, okay, In the next 365 days, the next year, what are the projects or what are the milestones that I need to accomplish in order to get closer to that big vision? Mm -hmm. And we choose three. Four is overwhelming. Two is not enough. Three is sort of that magic number. This is based on the universal truths of productivity. I'm not making this up. This is not, (laughs) you know, some proprietary knowledge. This is literally me just teaching here. So the next level is in, okay, if this is what I need to do in a year, what do I need to do over the next 90 days? Mm. Four quarters in a year, 90 days is long enough that you will have enough data to show you whether the actions you're taking are working or not working, but it's not so long that you've wasted an entire year doing something that doesn't work. Mm -hmm. So we then figure out the 90 days from the 90 days. Guess what? Then we go down to the month. What do I need to do this month in order to get me closer to the 90 days, which is then going to get me closer to the year, which is going to get me closer to that big goal. Mm -hmm. And so here we go down. Then we go from the month Then we go week by week. Mm -hmm. I call them power moves. And a power move is that small, courageous action that you need to take every single day in order to get you closer to your goal. It could be as simple as researching something or making a phone call or ordering a book. Mm -hmm. It could be larger. It could be sending the proposal, doing a follow-up. It could be anything. Mm -hmm. But it is that action that has to be done that week to get you closer to the monthly, to the quarterly, to the yearly, and to the big vision. Beautiful. I love it. That's sort of the easy way of, of describing it. I, I love it. And I, being that visual person, I'm looking, I'm thinking, okay, so you have these three goals. And I love that there's three because, you know, sometimes one may burn and collapse and fall out. And, and then you still have at least the two to help take you to that big goal. Now in your 90 days, are those 90 
days segued into three sections or is it like 90 purpose like 90 purposeful days of courageous action that is general to achieve those three goals so if you think about goal number one let's say you have a revenue goal mm-hmm. i want to make uh let's just use a round number because i'm terrible at math 50k in revenue this quarter mm-hmm. I, I want 50k this quarter i want 200k for the year so i need to make 50k this quarter in order to do that 50k I'm going to launch this program in January. I'm going to focus on private sales in February. And then I'm going to launch again in March. Brilliant. Brilliant. And so it's identifying how am I going to achieve that goal? And then when am I going to achieve it? So if you're launching in March, for example, Mm -hmm. in February, your entire focus should be list building getting eyeballs on you, mm-hmm. what it is that you do, creating a, a whole wave of raving fans so that when it comes time to launch time, you got all these fresh eyeballs who are just jonesing and chomping at the bit to come and work with you. And so it's when you can reverse engineer that, that's your critical path to love achieving it. the end goal. I, and it becomes less overwhelming. I love it. I love it. And, and being that visual person, I picture it like, you know, the target, right? If you're doing shooting arrows, if you don't have a target, you're just shooting arrows aimlessly. So, so good to have that target, whether it's that upside down triangle or your target for your arrows to fly at. You need something to shoot for or at, for sure. Absolutely. And Absolutely. I, I hate that our time is running way far, way too quickly. We could talk all day, Lee. Yes. And I, I so miss talking to you. It's just so great to see you. I, I want you to leave us with something. And so it's so great to have these goals. I love that we're going to write them down. I, I hope people who are listening can visualize that upside down triangle because I love, I love it. And I know that's just like the, the quick summary of it because there's so much more details to that. So how do you achieve goals then? Like, it's great to write them down. Mm-hmm. Now what? You, you talk about taking action. How do yeah. you become a woman of action? Well, you know, that's a daily choice. And how we choose our time is going to dictate which results we choose to achieve. And that can be a trigger for a lot of people when I say how you choose your time, because a lot of people feel like their time is totally not not of their choosing. Mm. They have but I will absolutely fight to the end to help people see that the choices that they're making on how they're spending their time is all theirs. Mm -hmm. So how do you get that end goal? You keep so focused on what those projects are that you're working on Mm -hmm. and you take those actions. You don't have to feel confident about it. In fact, nine times out of 10, you won't, you'll Mm -hmm. probably be shaken in your boots, but that's why courageous action Mm -hmm. is what we're looking for. You don't have to be like, Oh, I feel like this proposal is going to nail it. I feel amazing. You just do the best you can and then you submit it. And you can feel like barfing. You can have butterflies in your stomach. You will survive. And if they say no, you will survive. Amen. It's just about that focused action. I love it. I do it courageously. I love that. You know, you have to. It is, it is like stepping off the cliff. But you do you just have to do it, go for it, and and just be so proud of yourself for doing it, right? I- that's the other thing is celebrating the wins. And that's something women do not do. At the end of the day, we do not sit there and say, okay, what did I do a great job at today? 
What is something that happened that I'm really proud of? Mm-hmm. What did I, what did I do? That's uh, courageous today. We I just keep that. looking at how far we still have to go to reach the goal. And okay. we forget to look and see how far we've come. Wow. Celebrating in that moment regularly, not once a week, not once a month, but every single day, I think is so empowering and motivating to keep going. Oh, I love it. I love it. And you know, and I think it's such a a great dinner conversation to have with your family, with your kids, you know, so that they can hear your successes and your falls and your failures, because you know, it, it is, you are the greatest role model to your children, right? And if they don't see you taking risks, they might not be willing to take risks themselves. And, and if they hear that your life is not perfect, that you tried for something and it did, it just flopped, you know, they will appreciate that. And, but it's the lessons that they learn that are the biggest from how they see you pick yourself up. And, and it's so great. Like my kids have seen me like cry about something. They have seen me like just celebrate over the smallest wins and big ones. And sometimes I forget, I forget that it was a win and, you know, and they will remind me and say, Hey mom. You know, I'm so proud of you that you did this. I'm like, what? And it's like, and I forgot that I shared that I was trying to do this. And then you get caught up. It's like, okay, well, that happened. Next move. Next, let's move to the next thing. But yes, take a moment, breathe and celebrate, no matter how big or small those wins are. And, you know, I, I remember talking to like a new mom saying, you know, if you got to take a shower after five days, celebrate. And, and you know, but it's so important to talk about it out loud and, and anywhere, right? You could be with friends and you never know who may be there listening and can help you as well. So important. Sheila, if people wanted to find you, where can they go to find you? Uh, you name it, I'm there. So <laughs> my website is theroad27.com. Uh, on there, there's lots of different links to our store, to our productivity planner, to podcasts, to the programs we run. I'm on Instagram as at Sheila Cummins. I'm on Facebook as at Sheila Cummins. I have a a Road to Seven Facebook community. It's getting a new name soon, but um, if you come to Grow Your Business with Sheila Cummins page, you'll get the link into the group. And we'd love to have, you know, these women that are just looking for an elevated conversation and are looking for more out of their company. And I'm on LinkedIn as Sheila Cummins. Awesome. And I will have all this in my show notes as well. So Thank you. Who are listening and driving or listening while they hike, as I'm told, many people are listening to this as they're <laughs> hiking up a, um, a half an hour climb of a mountain. And I know exactly where they're going because I know exactly what they're talking about. So Sheila, you are awesome. Thank you for sharing your heart and your wisdom. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. And to our listeners, thank you for joining us. I am always honored and I love hearing from you. And I'm so grateful when you also share a a review and rating on iTunes. So thank you for doing that. It makes my heart so full. So thank you. And Sheila, I wish you a most fantastic week. And it's so great to have you. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity to talk soon. Okay. Well, everyone, bye for now.